Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's episode is presented to you by the amazing people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Uh, amazing barbecue that you got to go check out, 144th and Orchard Parkway. I'll tell you more about what they got going on here in just a little bit, but what we got, you and I, what we got going on right now is we're jumping into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> well, authorities in Thailand, or Thailand, if you're Alan from Hangover 2, <laughs> Thailand, uh, they were, I guess you could say flabbergasted. I don't like to use that word. They were shocked and awed by the fact that they found a tourist that was attempting to smuggle two otters and a prairie dog through the airport in his pants. <laughs> Man, TSA agents, all you, all you agents across the globe, whether it's TSA or, or whatever, okay, what other agencies are out there that have to deal with this crap? You are not appreciated enough. Because the crap that you have to deal with on a regular is just mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. I mean, seriously. You're going through your day. Everybody's cool. You're just trying to pump through the people uh, so people don't get all crabby and shit. And the next thing you know, you see some guy being all Mr. Squirmy. And you're like, what's going on in his pants? <laughs> then sure enough, via the x-ray, Boom! You see a guy with special compartments in his boxer shorts for two otters and a prairie dog. It's just so freaking bizarre. Now, the guy was going from Thailand to Taiwan, and I'm sure he was going to sell those. Probably what he's going to do, make some extra money. Or he has a weird fetish. Like, I, I don't do anything with him. I just, uh, I just enjoy the ride. <laughs> I, I don't know. They didn't say, but... It's just not a good thing. I mean, come, could you imagine? Let's say he makes it through security. Imagine sitting next to this guy, and one, you just see something moving in his pants. And you're just like, is that his dick? Oh, my God. What is, what's he feed that thing? <laughs> like, it's just like moving around, or it's just like pulsating in some fashion. You're like, his, his penis is breathing. <laughs> But it couldn't be comfortable either for the smuggler. Imagine that, like, those things are trying to get out. It's not how they want to live. It's not how they want to live, is being cooped up around some guy's junk. I imagine they would frown upon that. So disgusting. So ridiculous. So I tweeted this out this morning, the story. This is what David wrote. Can't be comfortable for anyone. Exactly. That's what I just said. It's, it's so uncomfortable especially the little claws oh my god and if it breaks loose and then starts going for any sort of you know opening better be clinching tight buddy be clinching tight because that ain't gonna end well for you let's see uh the real jeff uh Nitas wrote uh lol just look for the guy in the security line dancing like michael jackson <laughs> yeah exactly Exactly, because you wouldn't be comfortable. Be like, oh, my God, 
Does that guy have to poop or something? Does he have to pee? What's going on? What's, why is this junk moving? <laughs> That's so gross. J.R. Slick wrote, gives prairie dogging a whole new meaning. What's prairie dogging? I don't know what that is. Is that a dance? Okay, I'm not hip. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. I assume it's a dance. Don't know. Uh, Tex Prinster wrote, what an idiot. He ought to know better than that. <laughs> hey, there's a dad joke for you. Pew, pew. <laughs> Somebody had to do it. Thanks, Tex. <laughs> J.R. Slick also wrote in, hopefully that prairie dog didn't go burrowing anywhere. Ooh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's right. That's pretty disgusting. By the way, prairie dogs, very smart creatures. Very elaborate uh, building skills underground. It's, it's, it's fascinating. I, I watched a special a few years ago on, like, uh, National Geographic about prairie dogs, and they're they're very intelligent, disgusting little varmints, but very intelligent, very intelligent. Oh my god, I don't even know what I would do if I suspected somebody. Like I said, like the the example of like you're sitting next to somebody on a plane and you just see some movement in their junk in in their junk area, and like how awkward is that? And how awkward would it be to be a flight attendant on that on that crew? You're like, oh my god, really? You think there's an animal down his pants? Well, I don't know how we're gonna deal with this. I think they. I would imagine you would let the the flight ride out, and then you would just notify security at the gate when you land, and they they'd pull the person aside. Let them deal with that crap. Unless the animal gets loose, <laughs> and you're just like. Hey, what smells like shit? It's just like running around, dropping little nuggets everywhere. Because it was up his back end. That's what I'm getting at, okay? Boy. Ikea is debuting a giant turkey-sized holiday meatball. They call it the showstopper. This, this is like legit. It's only in the UK. So I'm going to say this real quick, people in the UK. For all the times do you make fun of the United States for being obese and having a weight problem? We're not the ones that have a turkey-sized meatball, okay? Huh? Although it looks delicious, and I'd love to take a crack at it. <laughs> I love meatballs. That's like the, the... Growing up, whenever my mom would make meatballs, I was so excited because... It wasn't like overly sophisticated as far as there wasn't like all these like rare ingredients or anything like that. It was uh, ground beef. I'm sure she put salt, pepper, maybe some garlic in there, onions, and then however else she, whatever else she put in there. Okay. Maybe an egg, whatever to help bind it, whatever. It was always so good. So good. And the way she cooked them was was perfect. They weren't burnt or anything like that. She that's like my mom's. That's like the one thing I remember the most about my mom's cooking is meatballs. I love meatballs. A good meatball, and they were always big ones. They weren't. I listen. I get it that IKEA does the meatball thing, but they're tiny. They're little. They're little little nuts. Okay. I like big ball. I like to have big balls in my mouth. I can't help it. Jeez, man, it's meatballs. Oh, I love meatballs. <laughs> I do. It's my it's it's my thing. 
I do. I don't know how many times I could say it, but that's my thing. I love meatballs. Now, let's say, going back to this story, if there was a giant turkey-sized meatball in front of you, wouldn't you want to at least try it? I'm not saying that you have to eat the whole thing. I'm going to post the video up there, but I'm going to have Cowboy to Huff read the the actual text on it because they have some, uh, you know, British guy going, it's the Ikea turkey-sized meatball. Look at the size of that thing. It's something like that. I'm going to have Cowboy do it. But anyway, wouldn't you want to try it just to say you did? I don't, I'm not saying eat the whole thing yourself because that would be disgusting. But I, why not? Why not just to say you did? Could you imagine, though, you set that down at the holiday table? Be like, what's, what's, what's that delicious smell coming from the oven? Well, I just reheated this, this giant turkey-sized meatball that I got from Ikea. You're like, really? That's, that's what we're eating. What's funny, though, is that's essentially meatloaf. Right? Meatloaf! Mom! Meatloaf! Now! What does she do back there? <laughs> I would eat it. And it's probably not as bad as you think it is. Like I said, it's meatloaf. So, I don't know. A woman named Rosemary Hain threw a bowl of food at a Chipotle worker and was, was just recently sentenced to one month in jail and to work two months in a fast food job. Here's the thing. I, first of all, I watched the video. What a fucking bitch. She's arguing about something in regards to her burrito bowl that she ordered at a Chipotle. And as far as I can tell via the video, it, it's somebody recording at the back of the restaurant and the ladies up at the, at the register. So you can't really hear what's going on. But as far as I can tell, the worker, the employee was trying to be as respectful as possible. But the customer, Rosemary, was just pissed. Not sure exactly what was going on. Not sure. So she gets mad, and she just ends up just chucking the burrito bowl in the, the worker's face. So jacked up. Fast forward, the judge gave her a choice of a 90-day jail sentence or 30-day sentence on top of a 60-day working uh, 60 days working in a fast food job. Which would you rather have? As somebody that wor- used to work in, in the restaurant industry, I would take the, the second one. I'd, I, 30 days in jail and then 60 days at a fast food job. But I'm guessing this lady's never actually worked in a fast food restaurant. Is, is that, that, that must be the reason why the judge offered that up as an option. I certainly wouldn't want an extra 60 days in jail. Not going to not gonna do well with that. So the judge said, do you want to walk in her shoes for two months and learn how people should treat people? Or do you want to go to jail, do your time in jail? That's what, he, that's what the judge asked her. And Hain responded with, I'd like to walk in her shoes. She's thinking this is going to be easy. Hain will have to have her job approved by the court and we'll have to work there 20 hours a week. And as of right now, according to her lawyer, she doesn't have a job yet. She's still looking. And, and to be honest, it would be really hard 
as the owner or the manager that runs a lo- any sort of location uh, of a restaurant to to hire this person on. It would be very hard. Because you one once people find out where she's working, people are going to go in there and give her shit, which will eventually spill over to the other employees. And what employee would want to work with somebody like this? Because she's there for being just the the people. If you've ever worked in, in customer service, doesn't matter if it's restaurant, retail, whatever. Y'all have stories of people that are just dicks. This is one of the Karens or the dicks that came into a store and just went way, way across the line and assaulted an employee. Now, it wasn't like she punched her or drew blood or anything like that, but she threw food in the lady's face. And now you got to work with her? I wouldn't want that. Be like, fuck that. Fuck that. But if you're a restaurant and you're like, we could really boost some sales if we did this because it leaks out that she's there. We're going to get a little bit more traffic, people coming in. Be mean to her, not the rest of the crew, because that's what's going to suck is is eventually, like if they're being mean to her, rude to her, it affects everybody else. I mean, it's just one part. You're, you're, you're a chink in the chain, and if you wiggle her, it's, it's going to affect everybody else. So that's, that's the hard part. Would you want to do that? And and I'm not saying it's right that people w- should go in there and give her shit, but that's just what naturally is going to happen. People are going to be dicks. It will be interesting to see where she ends up. And what if she can't find a job? I imagine that they're going to be like, well, you, you tried for a certain amount of time, didn't work. You're going to go to jail now and, and, and finish up your time there. So... I, it, it's interesting to think about. I, would you want to? Would you want to work alongside somebody like that? I guess when you look at it from the perspective of, l- listen, let's teach this person a lesson, as in, not in a in not in a negative way, but teach them be like, listen, there's a lot that goes on here. You're going to be busting your ass, and you're going to be disrespected. Ideally, you put her in a situation where where it's a very busy restaurant and nobody knows that she's there. And then you just let her work the grind of, you know, the job. And, you know, you get your butt kicked on a lot of days. You got to do a lot of work that some people think is beneath them. I always found it funny when you hire somebody And I got to be honest, it was like the rich little white kids that used to get jobs in restaurants because their mom told them they had to. And I remember she's one of the most recent times when I was at Chipotle, actually. And I remember telling the kid, I was like, okay, uh, I need you to go clean bathrooms. And then after that, you can take your break or something simple like that. Uh... I can't clean the bathrooms. That's disgusting. I was like, what are you talking about? It's part of the job. Go clean the bathrooms. Everybody here cleans the bathrooms. At some point, they'll rotate. Like tomorrow, so-and-so is going to probably end up cleaning the bathrooms. 
I clean the bathrooms. I'm the manager. Lead by example. I did not sign up for this. Well, you can go home, and I'll get somebody that will do it. And then he ends up cleaning the bathroom, and it was like the worst job ever. And he had to go in there and, and show him one by one what to do. And he thought it was like, he felt like he was in prison. I'm like, really? Maybe you should do shit around your house. Help your parents out, you little bastard. <laughs> oh, my God, I hated that. Hated that. By the way, asked for a comment on the case. Chipotle responded with the health and safety of our employees is the greatest priority. And we were pleased to see the justice being served for any individual that does not treat our team members with the respect they deserve. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I, I'll i be interested to see what happens at, at the end of this. I would like, I would I would like to hear a response from this lady at the end when she's done. By the way, the, the worker that uh, was assaulted ended up leaving her job. She found another job with a different company, and she's uh, she still st- gets stressed out about it, which I, I'm not saying that like she's been through extreme trauma. I've never had an, uh, a customer throw food at me. But I imagine what what her deal is. She's going to be hesitant to interact with customers that are bringing the heat, that are a little upset. So she's going to have some some shit to deal with. So she's going to end up pursuing some counseling to to deal with it and all that stuff. But she'll move on. I'm more curious about this this uh, Karen lady that that did that. I mean, how jacked up? Good for her for getting you know some jail time because you can't treat people like that. doesn't matter what industry it is. Don't be a dick. God, if we can learn anything from this show is don't be a dick. That lady's a dick. You know, what's good though. <laughs> this is such a great transition. The holiday menu at sugar fire in Westminster. And you can place your order by Wednesday, December 20th of this year. You can get a whole smoked Turkey with gravy You can get whole smoked beef tenderloins. Oh, my God, so delicious. Or you can just do dinner packs, which is like six-ounce turkey breast with gravy, uh, al gratin potatoes, green beans, alamond, caramel pecan applesauce, cornbread with honey butter, choice of pie. You can get just sides. You can get pints, quarts, gallons of these things. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Cornbread with honey butter. You can get a pan of 12, a pan of 24. You get white chocolate pecan pie. That's, excuse white chocolate. A whole chocolate pecan pie. That could be yours. You're welcome. You're welcome. Plus, you can get the regular meats and sides and desserts available as well for your holiday dinner. Why don't you win Christmas or whatever your holiday celebrations are, okay? Courtesy of Sugar Fire in Westminster. Go ahead and give them a call, 720-639-4903, or go see them in the store, 144th and Orchard Parkway on the south side of 144th, right next to Snooze. Uh, Just an amazing place. And when you walk in there and you smell that beautiful aroma of all their foods, you're going to be like, yep, yep, made the right choice. Go check them out. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. 
I was just talking about this type of stuff with Romy Bean the other day in her interview, talking about how selfies are considered a public hazard because so many people are hurting themselves or dying because they're so concerned about getting that perfect selfie for Instagram or whatever platform that they want to post it to. And then they're putting themselves at risk. Well, a, a group of tourists fell in a Venice canal when their gondola capsized after they were repeatedly ignored uh, ignoring orders to stop taking selfies. And eventually they got to the point where they just capsized. And then the gondola, I don't know what he, he's the captain, <laughs> the captain of the gondola, whatever that person's called, had to rescue them, these ladies, and, and, and you know, drag them to the shoreline or whatever. That's so freaking annoying. That's where it's like when I take a selfie, I, I'm like, do I need to? I, I'll, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. I'm, I'm either afraid to drop my phone or be a nuisance to people or get hurt. I, I just don't want to deal with that. I will take selfies, but not very often. Not very often. And I feel like a douche when I do, honestly. Especially if it, if all of a sudden there's like people coming at me and I'm like, I'm, I'm a douche. People are taking uh, notice of me being a douche. <laughs> it's so annoying. I uh, don't like it. Don't like it. Good for them for falling into the canal. Lesson learned, hopefully. No, I bet they're taking uh, selfies of themselves all wet laying on the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Ah, uh, people, don't take selfies unless unless you're in a completely safe area. Jesus, you're gonna we're gonna start hearing people of people like falling off buildings or falling into the Grand Canyon because they're doing um, selfies. This is gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Brock Lesnar's daughter Maya broke the Colorado State Rams indoor shot put record. Obviously, Brock Lesnar just a legend. In wrestling, whether it's real wrestling or WWE, sorry, there's a difference, as well as, you know, he he had a little stint in the NFL, I believe preseason, and then also in the UFC, just a stud, just a legit specimen of a man. Well, his daughter, who's just a legit athlete as well, uh, broke that record, and she did 18.5 meters for the shot put, it's indoor shot put, which I didn't know was a thing. I thought it was all outdoor, but anyway, she broke the record. It's a, it's a, what she said, it's a new personal record and a new school record. Happy with a strong start to my season. Good for her. Good for her. Now, the thing that kind of sucks is that, you know, people are always going to connect her to her daughter when she's just, she's her own person. And that's, it's cool that she's paving her way. It'll be interesting to see what she ends up doing in in her career. What is she going to do? Is she going to be an Olympic athlete? Is she going to um, pursue wrestling? Because that would I would imagine that would be some sort of it would be an easy path for her. But I don't know if that she has any interest in that. It's it's interesting. It's interesting when you see these celebrities or big time athletes 
that have kids and you wonder, are they going to follow in their parents' footsteps or are they going to pave their own path? So good for her. And, and a lot of people are like, no DNA tested needed. Like when they see the picture of her next to her dad, they're clearly related. She's very strong uh, looking and, and they look very similar. I would not want to fuck with her. I would not. But good for her. And she's a junior at CSU. I don't know what she's majoring in, but uh, it's neat. It's neat. And speaking of CSU, congratulations to the CSU men's basketball team. As of right now, they're undefeated. I don't know what they're ranked, but last I heard they were 13th, which was the highest in school history. But last night, they just beat the DU Pioneers. So I don't know if that's going to move them up or not. But congratulations. So a lot of good things happening at CSU. It's a good time in Colorado sports. I know a lot of people were down on Deion Sanders, but he's brought a lot of positivity to the the school. And that's what you need to focus on. Not necessarily that they had a slide at the end, a negative slide at the end of their season. But the thing is, is, there's a, there's a positive vibe, and there's a positive vibe up at CSU, and that's good. That's what we want, guys. We don't want a bunch of uh, negativity flowing around here. So good for for uh, is it me? It's M Y A. So Maya, right? Is it Maya? I don't know. I'm an idiot. Maya Lesnar, congratulations to you, or Mia Lesnar. I don't know. I'm I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, but it's fine. I'm an idiot. I'm the butcher of names. That's my thing, okay? If you follow me on TikTok, that's what I wrote on there. I said the butcher of names. <laughs> anyway, good good for her. That's pretty cool. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. Really appreciate it. Hopefully you have an amazing day today. Uh, hopefully you laughed a little in this episode. Uh, if you could, please make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Follow me on YouTube, by the way. I'm trying to jack up the numbers on YouTube um, because Facebook sucks donkey balls. And I'm looking to jack up my YouTube, and then then I'll, I'll post a ton on YouTube. Facebook I'll still use, but it's just like they they, they get so offended by everything I post. I posted, I think I told you guys this the other day. I posted that video of like me joking around like a Frenchman judging you for eating pickles, right? That's it. It got flagged and removed. Like for what? Some fucking Frenchman got mad and offended. Oh, this offends me. That is not how we talk. Who has a pickle? Like I, saw, I don't know. I don't know. Then I did one the other day and they got it got flagged. So I don't know if somebody's like trying to drag me down on Facebook and they're reporting me for everything or if Facebook is really that sensitive. But the, the problem is, like I've told you a million times, Facebook doesn't really always, uh, like especially like this most recent thing that I've been battling, they haven't told me what I did wrong. They just said I'm in violation, like extreme violation, but they didn't tell me. But then they'll tell me on certain other things. It doesn't make sense to me at all. Zero sense. But anyway, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Follow me on YouTube. It's Huff Podcast. You can also listen to the show on there. I connected the what's called the RSS feed. So anytime I upload a new episode, it will automatically go to YouTube. And you can listen on there. 
You can also watch videos that I post on there as well. It's just a one-stop shop for fun, okay? You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Uh, big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Go check them out. Amazing barbecue. I'll be out there on Monday night, the rest of the regular season for the NFL, watching football with you at the bar, getting some amazing drinks, $2 pints of Coors Light, plus some amazing food. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th in Orchard Parkway. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. I'll talk to you next week. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. Talk to you next time.